1: Hello folks and welcome back to Buckmore Park, it is the first round of the 2016 Formula Kart Stars Championship and what an amazing day's racing we've had so far, we're straight back in with the third heat of the Formula Kart Stars Cadets, it's been two races out of two so far for Max Dodds and he is looking to make it three in a row, the race has already started, you join us with seven and a half minutes to go in this uh, third heat of the day, and it is currently Freddie Spindlow who leads the action in this race. And I'm not entirely sure what has happened to the number two of Max Dodds because I can't see him anywhere out on the circuit. Freddie Spindlow is your leader. The 14 Akil Alibi is in second position. And in third place, it is the 31 of Alfie Baxter Davies from Craig Morgan, Aidan Neat, Harley Keeble, Finley Scott and Harvey Rybie, who is there in eighth position. But uh, if you wanted me to answer what's happened to Max Dodds, the number two, then I'm afraid I can't tell you because I don't know. But uh, we're right into the action with Freddie Spindlow out in the lead of the race. So Spindlow is leading on the fifth lap of this race now with Akhil Alibai in second position, chasing down... Uh, the race leader but up to the inside comes Aiden Neat as he makes his move on Alfie Baxter Davies Craig Morgan's getting in there as well a great tussle between these four and as they make their way through the chicane once more it is Spindlow who leads it Alibi's second but who is going to be third as they come through it is Aiden Neat who's popped up in front of Akil Alibi now down to fourth position in fact so it's Alfie Baxter Davies who's squabbled his way through into second place Neat is third Alibi is fourth Morgan is in fifth position and Harley Keeble is there in P6 and he is actually the fastest man on the racetrack right now. What has happened to Max Dodds, though? I'm not entirely sure why Max is not in the fit. In fact, I've just seen him walking out of the pits with his cart, clearly in jeopardy. He's running, he's running back to the Fusion paddock. So uh, I don't understand what's happened there, unfortunately. He's had some kind of mechanical defect, and that has kept him out of the action. So uh, a big disaster there. So this one is not going to be... A victory for Max Dodds, whatever happens, because he's already uh, six laps down, even if he rejoined now, and uh, big problems then for Max Dodds as they get ready for their uh, final race a little bit later on. But uh, it's now Freddie Spindlow who leads the way. Alfie Baxter-Davies in second place in the Fusion with Aidan Neat and Akil Alibai, his two teammates in third and fourth position, trying to close down the gap. Morgan is fifth, Keeble is in sixth position. Uh, seventh position we might should or we should see finley scott in front of harvey Rybie. we had a message earlier on in the day from sharon Rybie, who is actually listening uh, to harvey's progress she's so sorry she couldn't be here but she's so so proud of harvey doing a great job and let's be honest he is doing a great job he's actually scrapping at the moment with finley scott of the albatec race team and he's going for some pretty incredible overtakes on the way down to the first corner Rybie tries again On to Finlay Scott. Has he got through this time? They make their way down to the first hairpin. I'm not sure. Not quite yet, but he's definitely making a good challenge of it. So we could well see him shoot up another place or two in the next couple of minutes. Meanwhile, though, out in front, Freddie Spindlow is making advan- uh, taking advantage of the fact that his main rival is not in the field. And he is going to try and get this race one. He's only three tenths of a second clear, though, of the fusion of Alfie Baxter Davies. So he's not got this one all his own way at all. Aidan Neat has popped up into P3 and he's now dropped Akil alibi by Craig Morgan and Harley Keeble. Although Harley Keeble is now the fastest man on the racetrack with a 47.30 and he is starting to make up some good ground. Is he going to try and make the move on Craig Morgan? They need to tighten this up. It could well be a six-car train for the victory here because uh, Spindlow has not been able to get too far away from Alfie baxter Davis, and Aiden Neat. And here comes Keeble up the inside line to get past Craig Morgan and Akil Alibi. He's going to get past at least one of them, maybe two of them. Aki Alibi runs him wide to the outside through the centre chicane. And unfortunately, Harley Keeble has to stop back in a P6. He had a really gutsy move there, though. And now Harvey Ryby has got past Finlay Scott. So Harvey Rybie gets through into P7. Oh, here comes Scott again. He can't get by and he's run wide. So it looks to me as though Harvey Rybie has really shown him a clean pair of heels there. Good work. So Harvey Rybie now up into seventh position past Finley Scott, and getting away. Spindlow now has Aiden Neat right on his tail. Aiden Neat has popped up in a second position and he's going to try and go for the victory here. On the inside of Panic and he's through. Aiden Neat takes the lead. Fantastic overtaking move there from the youngster. The son of the BTCC star, Andy Neat, has now got through into the lead. Aiden Neat hits the front for the first time in 2016. Freddie Spindlow is there in P2. Third is Alfie Baxter Davies. Fourth position is still Craig Morgan in front of Akil Alibi and Harley Keeble. But it's Aidan Neat who moves into the lead for the first time in 2016. And what a sensational driver he is turning out to be. He's worked hard all day long to try and make this come to him. And he's taken advantage of every opportunity he's been given. He's doing a great job out in the lead of the race now. So the uh, third of the heats in FKS this year. For the cadets, and Aiden Neat is in the lead, exactly where he wants to be. And Spinlow's gone down to third position now, because Alfie Baxter-Davies has gone through into B2. But Spinlow set him up beautifully for Garda. They go up Damon Hill, into Garda, and I'm fairly sure Spinlow's been able to make that move into second. Yes, he does. Alfie Baxter-Davies is trying to come back at him, but Spinlow is through. Nothing he could do about it. Freddie Spinlow gets back into second place. Great driving in this race. There's been great driving all day, by all accounts, actually, here in the FKS. It's a great start to the season as far as they're concerned. Brilliant stuff and great action all the way through. But it's Aidan Neat who leads the way. Freddie Spindlow is in second place. Alfie Baxter-Davies is third. Craig, Moore, uh, Craig Morgan is fourth. Then it's Harley Keeble now ahead of Akil Alibi. He's finally got through his main rival in this race. So he's up to P5. Harvey Rybie is stretching away from Finlay Scott. So Harvey Rybie doing a great job in P7. Half a minute off the lead, but uh, they're having their own private battle and Rybie is uh, knocking spots off his own personal bests, doing 49s at the moment and getting faster all the time. So well done to Harvey Rybie. Now, Aidan Neat, Freddie Spindlow, Alfie Baxter Davies and Craig Morgan. That's the battle for the lead and they are very close together. Spindlow has caught back up to Neat, Baxter Davies is still hot on his heels and it isn't going to be long before Craig Morgan joins the party too. So incredibly, Max Dodds is missing an opportunity here and he's going to lose some valuable points in the championship too. So here is Neat, your race leader, Spindlow and Baxter Davies. Charging down through, uh, through Simon Sleep, and it's going to be interesting into Paddock. Spindlow is caught up to Neat. Is he going to make an attempt for Garda? No, he's too far back. He can't make the move there. So out into the centre chicane, through the left, and up the hill through Herbert Rise, through the clubhouse bend once again, and Aiden Neat has just got to stay calm here. Two laps to go. And he's going to have to defend very valiantly to keep these guys at bay. But you know they're going to fight him tooth and nail to the very death of this race. Spindlow tries again. He out hooks him through the first hairpin. If he gets a good exit through hairpin two, he might have the run into the chicane. As they make their way through the S's, is he going to get there out of club? Spindlow right on the tail of Neat, and he's got Baxter Davies with him. Spindlow tries again, down to Syme sweep through Pullman's. He might set him up for a move to Paddock. No, he doesn't go for it. He's going to try and set him up on the exit. He runs wide. This is the moment for Spindlow.
2: Up the inside into Garda. Spindlow's going to try and go for the lead here into Garda. Has he got the move done? Yes, Spindlow leads. Spindlow leads as they come up Herbert Rice, and
1: Freddie Spindlow is out in front with one lap to go. Spindlow takes the lead. He's been second twice now. He needs to pick up the victory while Max Dodds is off the racetrack. This is the moment for Freddie Spindlow and he's defending big style. Aidan Neat is trying to come back past him. So too is Alfie Baxter Davies. This is going to be a great three way scrap. And if they keep this going, Craig Morgan's going to join the battle too. Out of her pin two, into the S's, through the left.
2: Through the right, and Spindlow's just hanging on in front, but now here comes Alvi backs to Davis to go to the inside of Aiden Neat and he doesn't make it through. Aiden Neat still there in P2, and he's gonna try and close up on Spindlow. There's a slower cart in front of them. This could make the difference into Garner for the last time. Is Spindlow going to get caught up here? Oh, side by side. Alfie Baxter-Davies has gone the long way round. I don't believe it. Alfie Baxter-Davies is going to snatch the victory. What a race drive from Baxter-Davies. He fights through. Aidan Neat gets through as well. Spindlow's down to third. Alfie Baxter-Davies uses the back marker to perfection and gets the win. What an amazing battle in that race. Alfie Baxter-Davies wins it. Aiden Neat is second. Third is Freddie Spindlow from
1: Craig Morgan, Harley Keeble, and Akil by. That is an amazing last lap battle. And Alfie Baxter-Davies comes through to take the victory. What a sensational run. Round the outside of Freddie Spindlow on the final lap. Spindlow got held up by the back marker there. That's what held him up. It was Finlay Scott who gave him a bit of a headache. Finley Scott eventually comes home, though, behind Harvey Reiby in seventh position. A shame we lost Leon Henderson after one lap, but we also lost Max Dodds before the race even begun. And I'm going to have to figure out exactly what happened there with uh, Max Dodds, because I'm not entirely sure where we currently are with things. Uh, I want to see if uh, whatever happened that caused Max Dodds to not start the race, because that's a really dramatic uh, turn of events. I'm not sure we're going to find out the answer to that one, but Max Dodds not taking the start. And uh, clearly, Heat 3 was not his for the taking after all then. So uh, a really tricky uh, development then in the race, and that is not what we were expecting to see in the slightest. So Max Dodds d- didn't even take up the start of the third race, despite having won the first two. Alfie Baxter-Davies, his teammate, pulls off an amazing overtake round the outside on the clubhouse bend uh, for Aiden Neat. And Freddie Spinlow and gets the victory. Great work from the youngster. And uh, that's a young man we need to keep an eye on if he could pull off a move like that. Alfie Baxter-Davies doing a great job to grab the win there. And uh, that was well-deserved. Next up, though, it's time for the next bunch of superstar youngsters. It is time for the Super Cadets. It's been Harry Thompson's day all the way through so far. And, of course, he is out there once again to make this his own race. Now, if you remember last year... Harry Thompson had a lot of bad luck in the first meeting at uh, Wilton Mill. He had the race all pretty much to himself and then mechanical problems kept him from even taking up the start, I think on two occasions in the same weekend for Harry Thompson. So he's really hoping to leave that bad luck behind him now. It so far seems to be going his way and he's definitely uh, not got that same streak of bad luck this time around. At the moment he is battling valiantly with his teammate, Joe Taylor. And uh, with his uh, other colleagues in the uh, uh, Fusion mould as well. But uh, he has got the 60. Jack Davies alongside him on the starting grid with the 66 of Sam Shaw in amongst that little group as well. Worth keeping an eye on the 12 of George Evans and the uh, 15 of Tom Edgar. Zach O'Sullivan is in that little bunch of drivers as well with uh, Archie Mace and Caden McQueen in that little bunch, but it's all up to Harry Thompson now to make it three wins out of three. Harry Thompson has definitely got an opportunity here from the front of the grid. The revs rise. What can Joe Taylor do to overhaul him? Is he gonna get the jump on Jack Davies the first time I'm asking? Away we go, and the race is on. Or is it on because the timer hasn't actually started ticking down? I wonder. No, they have started ticking the time down. They've been a bit... A, it's been a bit of a delay on the, a couple of times to get that going. They jostle for position, but I think it's going to be Harry Thompson who holds on to that advantage through the S's for the first time. No, it's Taylor. Taylor, now Thompson goes for the inside line, though, and takes the place back at time sweet Beautiful overtake there from Thompson to take the lead back on the first lap of racing here at Butmore Park in the third heat. Magnificent work. The Fusion boys are one and two, and really exciting stuff from them. A great battle for the third position as up to third goes Evans. Evans makes the move on Davies. And he is through to P3. No problem there at all. But it's Thompson from Taylor. Things going very well at the moment for Harry Thompson out in front. Joe Taylor right on his tail in second position. Third place is no longer Evans. It's now Davies. And up to P4 goes Zach O'Sullivan. So Zach O'Sullivan makes the move on George Evans, who drops from third to fifth in the space of three corners. But Thompson is your man out in front. Here he goes. Thompson and Taylor, a cart's length between them. And it looks to me as though it's going to be a one-man band, potentially, for Harry Thompson today. He's got two wins out of two so far. He really fended off Joe Taylor well in the second race. He may have to do it all over again here in the third as they drop down out of the centre chicane, up Herbert Rise, through the clubhouse bend, and back onto the Sisley straight. And as they go into Conway's for the first, ti- for the first time, it was very close. They're now on the third lap, and somehow... Thompson is still able to hold that advantage. Jack Davies is the fastest man on the track, though. He's done a 45-7-9. And he's trying to close up on Thompson and Taylor as they battle away for position. Taylor's going to try and have a look at Thompson. He's giving him a little bit of help down the time sweep through Pullman's and into Paddock. Things going very well between them. A lot of the drivers in the other championships are leaning over the side of the pit wall to uh, have a look at what's going on in the action. Max Dodds is a spectator sitting in the grandstands, watching the racing. And he looks pretty frustrated. Meanwhile, great move up the inside for Tom Edgar as he gets the move done on George Evans, I think. Yes, he's made the move on Caden McQueen as well. So uh, some great battles all the way down the order. Kayden McQueen has popped up into seventh position and he's now in front of uh, Evans and Shaw, or is that Edgar and Shaw? My apologies. Thompson still being hassled by Joe Taylor. Down the hill, through the right-hander, through the left sweep, up and over the curbs. Great performance so far from these two. They really have battled beautifully all day long at Buckmore Park. And it's a great way to start the Formula Card Stars series. They have put in such a magnificent effort And it just keeps going. Great work. Great driving. Great racing. And uh, everything's still going tickety-boo for Thompson. Just .09 of a second ahead of Taylor. But that is because Joe Taylor is right on his gearbox. And he's not going to move from there until he needs to. These Fusion boys, they know exactly how to write these uh, strategies. They've been very, very convincing in every championship they've competed in. At getting the strategy right. They know exactly how to get it right. And Taylor is on the bumper of Harry Thompson. There's nothing between them. A couple of millimetres as they go through Paddock and up the hill to Garda. Taylor does not commit to a move. They're going to want to try and get away from Davies and O'Sullivan before they think about overtakes. Archie Mace there in the 46. Then the 12 of George Evans. And still they fight on. Some great battles in this field and working very hard indeed to uh, continue around the circuit. Thompson and Taylor still working hard. Taylor now puts in the fastest lap a 45-290 with Thompson going his personal best as well. But you know that Joseph Taylor is starting to think about his first win. He's right on the tail of Thompson as they go through Pullman and through Paddock up Damon Hill into guard of the right-hander. Some great battling between these two. All the way through this race so far, it's been absolutely pedal to the metal. And they're still working hard. Jack Davies is still in touch. He actually sets the fastest lap. And he's only now nine-tenths of a second off the lead, Jack Davies. Does a 45-1, 0 And that's what he's been able to do, having got rid of Zach O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan's six-tenths of a second away, so he's not out of the danger zone yet. But he's definitely got enough of an advantage to be semi-comfortable at the moment. Down the short stretch to the Syme sweep. Through the right, through the left at Pullman's, using plenty of curb. Tucking themselves in for the right-hander. This is really the last chance to get everything set up in time for the final for each of the classes. And they're going to want to get it right. Absolutely spot on from the word go. Thompson and Taylor still pulling out. Jack Davies in third. Davies is trying to catch them and it's a new fastest lap for Harry Thompson now. 45.090, and that is enough to be faster than Joseph Taylor by 0.01 of a second. They are stretching out their advantage now, those two, over Jack Davies. He can't quite keep up. So the two Fusion carts continue on their battle. Now Joseph Taylor starting to get a little bit racy onto the back of Harry Thompson. Just nudging him a little bit further down the road. The Fusion boys like to work together to a certain degree to get away from the rest of the pack. And then when there's a minute and a half or so left with two, three laps to go, that's when it's no holds barred racing for the rest of the duration. Through the clubhouse bend. Four minutes left on the clock. So there's still plenty of racing still to go in this one. The laps are only 45 seconds in length and Joe Taylor gets the new fastest lap. 45.07 as they continue to try and get away from Jack Davies. Zach O'Sullivan is there in fourth place. Archie makes his fifth from George Evans, Tom Edgar, Caden McQueen and Sam Shaw. Every driver still in the race, still running A-OK. okay And now Joe Taylor on the bumper of Harry Thompson. Thompson still holds the middle of the circuit through Pullman's and Paddock. That's very good defensive driving. Is Joe Taylor going to go for him at Garden? No, he doesn't. But he's still right there. He's letting him know, I am right here and I'm not going away. I want to get this victory this time. Joe Taylor's doing an absolutely cracking job here in second position. Right on the bumper of Harry Thompson. They set exactly the same lap time on the last lap. Both of them knew fastest laps. Down to the hundredth of a second. I've never known that before. 44.95 for Harry Thompson. 44.95 for Joe Taylor. Both the fastest lap. Both exactly the same. Both down to the hundredth of a second. Neither of these drivers is prepared to give best to the other. And they're both pulling away from Jack Davies. The gap extends to 1.7 now. Joe Taylor still not going for the lead yet. Right on the bumper of Harry Thompson. But you can feel the tension building between these two. It's been Thompson all the way so far. He won the first heat. He won the second heat. Now he's got a real battle on his hands to make it three. It's going to be a really, really tough one. I'm not entirely sure how this one is going to play out. Because both of these drivers seem to have exactly the same. Exactly the same... uh, performance in terms of uh, how these guys are going to work out together how is this going to go down the hill through time sweep up and over the curbs and into Pullman's once again up up Damon Hill into Garda Joe Taylor's actually dropped back a little bit now because uh, Thompson's got another new fastest lap in 44.94 this time and not a quick lap from Joe Taylor by comparison He did a 45-1 the last time by. Taylor's now gone a little bit quicker than Thompson on the last lap. The pendulum is swinging to and fro between these two, but they've stretched out enough of a gap to be comfortable over Jack Davies. It's 2.3 seconds now with Zach O'Sullivan on 2.6. So it's going to be an interesting challenge there to see how these guys do. Who's going to make the switch for the mood? Who's going to go for the lead? Is Joe Taylor going to be able to get in touch with Harry Thompson? He's been defending very well, has Harry Thompson. There's about a minute to go. So I reckon that's going to be, well, as they come across the line, it's going to be either two or three laps to go. I think it's actually going to be three laps to go. So as they continue this battle, it's not going to be long before Joe Taylor starts thinking about going for the lead. He's right on the back of Harry Thompson, Davies, and O'Sullivan still scrapping for third position. They're 2.4 seconds back from this battle, and I don't think they're a threat to the two leaders up in front, the Fusion Boys, Thompson and Taylor. Now, Taylor is not ready to attack yet, but he has got time on his hands, and I think he'll have two laps to go at the end of this one. He's very committed, though, through Pullman's, and up to Paddock. He's got a good line out of there. Up Damon Hill, he's not close enough to challenge for the lead. Through Garda, through the centre chicane, and up Herbert Rice. This is the opportunity. Joe Taylor needs to get a good run out of here, and he has got a good run out of here. He might have a chance to go for the lead
2: this time. There's nothing in it. They both set exactly the same lap time, and it's both the fastest lap again. 44.93 down to the thousandth of a second. They've done it twice in this race now. They both set the fastest lap down to the hundredth of a second at the same
1: time. Twice in this race, Harry Thompson and Joe Taylor have been absolutely together. And now Joe Taylor's got a chance. Through Sime Sweep,
2: through Paddock and through Pullman. He's not quite got there. What's gonna be the exit through Paddock like? Oh, it's a little bit of a wobble from Thompson, but it looks as though Taylor's not quite been able to get on the inside line. Thompson has defended valiantly. And again, Thompson battles well. Taylor trying to come through. As they go through the clubhouse band, he's not been able to get the lead. And into the last lap we go. Thompson and Taylor separated by 0.08 of a second. Joe Taylor might have a chance here. Here we go. Thompson defends brilliantly into Airpin 1. And it looks as though Taylor's going to try and get the lead through to Airpin 2. But back to the inside line. Thompson covers. Thompson and Taylor still scrapping away for the victory. Into the chicane. Who's going to get this through the S's? Thompson is no longer in front. Taylor's hit the front. Through side sweep. Thompson's going to try and come back to the inside. Oh, he's gone over the back of Taylor's cart. And he's had to hold back in second place. But Taylor's still in the lead. Thompson's going to try again to make it three out of three in the Garda. Out of Garda into the center. chicane, And Thompson is through. Thompson is leading. And here comes Davies and O'Sullivan. It's going to be a win for Harry Thompson. How on earth did he do that? Three wins out of three for Thompson. That is absolutely unbelievable. I have seen some incredible drives from Harry Thompson
1: in the past, but that was the best. When he hit the back of Joseph Taylor, he went on very high on the curbs through Pullman's to make the move back on the inside line, and he just got a little bit too close, and he mounted the back of Taylor's cart and dropped back behind him. I genuinely didn't think he'd have another chance to make the overtake, but he lunged into Gardo at the last possible second and made the move stick in absolutely unbelievable fashion. Wow, Harry Thompson wants this championship, and he wants it to be a clean sweep Three wins out of three so far for Harry Thompson. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is not the kind of drive I expected from Harry Thompson. He fought for that victory back again in magnificent style. Wow. I am I, I'm speechless. Absolutely speechless. That shouldn't have been a fight back he could make. But uh, Harry Thompson, once again, showing his class. He was the number two last year. He wants nothing but the number one this year. And, uh, well, he's definitely shown his colours here today and shown his class to uh, put himself up into the top position. Impeccable, absolutely impeccable driving there from Harry Thompson. That shouldn't have been an opportunity to get back into the lead from that. But what an amazing fight to get back in front at Garda. Superb fighting drive. And uh, Joe Taylor almost caught napping on the way out of Garda. And uh, there's gonna be some interesting words about that one because there was contact, it looked okay to me though. He did mount the back of Taylor's cart, but he dropped back into position. He let the move sort itself out and then went for an overtake when the opportunity was there. So it was all right as far as I can see. Racing incident and Thompson got it back. Well, that noise means there's more racing out on circuit because the carts in the FKS Junior category are now making their third appearance for a race on the circuit. And this one's gonna be interesting because we have got Oliver Clark and Ethan Hawkey still scrapping away for a victory. Louis Westover's cart looks to have been repaired now. I really hope as well that Dexter Patterson's has too because he had some damage to his cart after a little bit of a tussle with Shea Martin earlier on. And I don't see his cart there. That is not good news. Dexter Patterson's car does not look like it's out on the track for this race. So uh, the 17 unfortunately looks as though it picked up too much damage from the last race. So uh, there is no Scott, Dexter Patterson on the grid. However, there is Oliver Clark alongside Ethan Hawkey with Louis Westover and Harrison Wedgbury. Johnny Edgar's in there alongside Abby Munro, Owen Byatt, Tom Geaney, Chris Lullum, and Shay Martin. Away we go. And it's a good start for Oliver Clark, and we are racing on the way to the first corner. Louis Westover's got a good start, too. Looks as though he's up in a P2. Now, is he going to go for broke early here and make the lunge on the Fortec driver out in front? He's got a good start, has Louis Westover. He really has made a good impression on this one from P3. And I would not be surprised if he tries to have a look at Oliver Clark in the early stages. If they do not want Oliver Clark to break free and get away, oh, it's a false start. It's a false start by the look of it. So, uh, for whatever reason, they've decided that one was a false start, so they're going to have to do it again. So, Oliver Clark will have a second opportunity to get the jump on Ethan Hawkey with Westover and Edgar, Wedgbury and Monroe, Byatt, Gini, Lullam and Martin. Sadly, no Dexter Patterson, but uh, they have decided that obviously that was a false start. They need to do another one. So, let's see if Oliver Clark can do the job again, getting away from Ethan Hawkey with Louis Westover and uh, Johnny Edgar still in the mix in the second row. Uh, Johnny Edgar in the third row, sorry. Harrison Wedgbury is on the second row. Abby Munro's there in the third row. This is going to be a much better start. Away they go to the line. And it's green flag this time. Clark, Hawkey, Westover, Witchbury, Edgar and Munro sweep their way through the first corners. Through Conway's, into Henry's and into the first hairpin and it's Clark who hits the front but not by much. Hawkey's got some trouble on the inside line from Johnny Haw- Johnny Edgar. Johnny Edgar's come up from P5 it looks like and he's right in the mix there. So as they come through the S's, Oliver Clark has got the 26, that is, of Louis Westover actually, right on his tail. Edgar has slotted back into P4 behind Ethan Hawkey.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast. That's indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
1: So is there going to be an Oliver Clark one-way runaway? Or is this going to be a bit more of a battle? We'll find out, but Oliver Clark has already got a bit of a gap between himself and Ethan Hawkey. The carts fly through. It's Clark leading. Hawkey now second, having got past Westover. Edgar, Wedgbury, Lallum, Byatt, Keeney, Martin and Munro down to 10th. And that's a bit of a surprise. Not sure why Abby Munro is down in 10th position. Looks like she just got barged aside at the wrong moment, perhaps. So Oliver Clark leading. Ethan Hawkey in second. I want to see what Ethan Hawkey can now do to come back. Oh, he's lost the place. Louis Westover's got back through. So Westover's in a second position again. Ethan Hawkey will no doubt have another try but uh, they can't afford to lose too much time to Clark as Wedgbury makes the move on Johnny Edgar into Garda. Wedgbury got a good run there, and he's through. Into P4. Chris Lallam is right on the tail of his teammate Johnny Edgar now. Owen oh, Byatt's not far away. And then it's Shay Martin in front of Tom Geney and Abby Monroe, and they, those three are scrapping as well. Great battle from the front of the field to the back here. And up the inside, that's a big lunge from Lallum into the inside of Johnny Edgar. And he's through into fifth position. Good move there from Chris Lallum. He seems to be a bit of a late bloomer in this particular race meeting, but he's definitely got the pace. Oh, Johnny Edgar's got him back again. And Owen Byatt goes into the back of Johnny Edgar on the way through the sign sweep. He's all over the shop. Owen Byatt just manages to bring that back together. I think he caught himself out on the way into sign sweep and ended up making contact with the rear bumper. So through they come again, Byatt is now the meat in a fusion sandwich as they fly through, up towards Conway's. Almost flat through that first corner, blipping the throttle through Henry's and up to the first hairpin, and a nice move there from Wedgebury as he gets on the inside of Ethan Hawkey and takes third position promptly after getting the fastest lap, 41.20. Good work there from Harrison Wedgebury, P3, and he's now chasing down the man in second place, Louis Westover. Fortek, Fusion, And uh, the man in third position, Harrison Wedgbury, going very well indeed. He seemed pretty confident this morning on his track walk. I happen to be following him around the circuit for a a large quantity of that. But uh, he seems to be pretty calm and confident. And he's got every justification to be at the moment. He took on Ethan Hawkey. That is no mean feat. Hawkey is one of the top drivers in this championship. He's the top seed. And uh, now he's got to try and fight his way back past Harrison Wedgbury. Clark is leading, Westover, Wedgbury, Hawkey, Edgar, Lullum, Byatt, Gini, Martin and Monroe. Up the top of the hill. Flat through the Syme sweep, up and over the curbs. Things going very well indeed on the far side, up the hill, up Damon Hill in fact, and into Garda. A really tricky hairpin this because it has an elevation change and then a dip halfway through the crest. It's a really tricky corner to get right. Oliver Clark continues his fight forward. Westover Wedgbury, another new fastest that from Harrison Wedgbury. He wants to get P2 here, doesn't he? The gap between Clark and Westover is now 0.9 of a second, but still Oliver Clark is uh, tricky. So here they come round once again, through the right, through the left, and then up to the hairpin once again at Paddock, up Damon Hill, and into Garda. It's going to be a tough one, this one. Oliver Clark trying to pull away, but Louis Westover still there or thereabouts. And Harrison Wedgbury still going faster and faster. Clark comes through. Louis Westover, a new fastest lap. He has decreased the gap between himself and Oliver Clark. Has Clark peaked here? I'm not sure because he's got a lot of challenge from Westover and Wedgbury. He has been the dominant force so far, Oliver Clark. He did win the first two races pretty much at a canter. So he'll be hoping that this is the opportunity now to make it three out of three. You kind of, you kind of think that Max Dodds probably would have made it three out of three had he not failed to start the third race, but uh, not taking anything away from uh, Alfie Baxter-Davies on that one. Three out of three for Harry Thompson. Is it going to be three out of three for Oliver Clark in the Fortec? Gini's struggling, and Abby Monroe actually puts her hand in the air and shakes her head. At Tom Geeney as if to say, what are you doing? And that's held up Abby Munro quite considerably. Shea Martin's got away. Munro now makes the move to get past Gini. She's obviously showing her frustration as she moves up to ninth place. This has been a good weekend from Munro, to be fair. She really has turned the corner. She's got a lot more... Aggression, but not violence, if that makes sense. She's a bit more determined and she's throwing a lot more confidence through the curves than she was last year. So uh, Munro's definitely made some big developmental steps over the winter. Meanwhile, Harrison Wedgbury is digging himself in and pushing on, trying to close up on the race leaders. And he is faster than both Oliver Clark and Louis Westover at the moment. Only by a fraction, but the fastest man on track currently is Wedgbury. He even has the fastest lap to prove it. 40.81. Ethan Hawkey still in fourth. Edgar still in fifth. He's set his personal best, though, to try and close up on Hawkey. Johnny Edgar working hard. Lullam in sixth. Bayern in seventh. Martin has now been caught by Abby Monroe, And Tom Geaney is there in eighth position. Big moment there for Shay Martin. And Abby Monroe will surely be looking to pounce to move up into eighth position. Some great battles in this race, and it's still going strong. Up the hill, through Conway's, and through to the first air after Henry's bend. Comes your leader, Oliver Clark. He's a second clear with three and a half minutes to go. That lead is decreasing every time he races. It was 12 seconds at the end of race one. It was two and a half seconds at the end of race two, Well, roughly that. But now... It's only about a second because Louis Westover and Harrison Wedgbury are working together to chase after the Fortec man. This might not be a dominant victory for Oliver Clark, but it could still be a win. He's going to have to work at it. Wedgbury's through. Wedgbury's got through in a second. Wedgbury made the move into Garda and he's got through into P2. So a great run there from Louis Westover, but Harrison Wedgbury did get him. Ethan Hawkey in fourth position. Edgar fifth, Lullum sixth from Byatt, Martin Munro and Geeney. And still, Abby Monroe is trying to find a way past Shea Martin and not managing to get the job done at the moment. But Oliver Clark looking good for a third straight victory in the 4 And now it looks as though Edgar's got Ethan Hawkey. He has. Johnny Edgar's got through past Ethan Hawkey at the hairpin, and that has put him up at a P4. Hawkey slips down to five. Uh, Lallam, Byatt, Martin Munro, and Gini still following in pursuit. In fact, Lullum is now right on the back of Ethan Hawkey. It's now Hawkey's turn to be the meat in a fusion sandwich. And still, Oliver Clark out in front. Wedge, Wedgebury is in second ahead of Westover. Hawkey is desperately trying to keep Chris Lullam at bay. Johnny Edgar's holding his own in the lead of that little squabble. And still, the dogged determination is doing the base leader, Oliver Clark, the power of good. Two minutes to go, and Clark still holds the advantage. Oh, and that's a problem for Lallum. Lallum's gone. Lallum's gone. He goes off the circuit and rejoins. But Chris Lallum has had a problem somewhere on the circuit. Not sure what happened there. But uh, Hawkey and Edgar are battling away. Byatt has joined the battle. I wonder if they came together. Because uh, Lallum has now rejoined the race, but he's down at the back. I think he's got some problems there, Chris Lallum. I have a feeling he may well be bringing this car back into the pits at the end of this lap. But uh, disaster for Chris Lalam. He was fighting well in the top five, well in the top six. And uh, yeah, Lalam is going to bring it into the pits to retire. That is a shame. So uh, poor Chris Lalam, His race is over as Tom Gini flashes past. Oh, and Abby Munro's in trouble. Abby Munro's in trouble as well. Oh, poor Abby Munro. Both drivers then dropping out of this race. Chris Lullam and Abby Monroe, both retirements then. That is a real shame because they were both do, doing an absolutely cracking job where they were on the track. So uh, now it's up to the lead battling for position now as Hawkey battles with Edgar and Byatt. And I'm fairly sure that's Hawkey now getting up at a P4 past Johnny Edgar and in front of Owen Byatt. Is that Hawkey in front? Yes, it is. Hawkey. Now Byatt's got past Edgar. And here comes Shay Martin. Martin is gaining rapidly. On the back there, he almost clips the barrier on the left side. And Edgar's in trouble. Here comes Martin. Shay Martin up the inside to take sixth position, is it? Yes, Martin is through. So, Byatt's now on the back of Ethan Hawkey. Johnny Edgar slips down into seventh position now in one lap. Edgar's gone from fourth place to seventh. We're on the penultimate lap. And Oliver Clark has 1.1 seconds advantage on Wedgbury as Byatt goes for Hawkey. And he's through. Martin's going to try and repeat the feat. He hasn't made it stick there. But Clark and Harrison Wedgbury are absolutely level for lap times. 1.1 seconds is the battle. Martin. And- There's another go at Hawkey down the same Sweep through Pullman's up and over the curbs and into Paddock. Hawkey now trying to get back on terms with Byatt. Shane Martin has suddenly found some speed and here he goes in a garter to try and take on Ethan Hawkey. Surely he's going to get that stuck. Yes, he does in a P5. And now Johnny Edgar's is going to try and make the same move on Ethan Hawkey. Meanwhile, the leaders are on their last lap. Oliver Clark, Harrison Wedgbury, and Louis Westover. And that is the way it's going to finish. It's been a great drive from Oliver Clark. He's really had to work hard for it. But it's going to be three out of three for Oliver Clark in the Fortec cart. Dominance in race one. A tough battle in race two. But a victory in race three is coming his way. Byatt and Martin are now pulling away from Hawkey and Edgar, who are still scrapping over P6. And that will go down to the line, I'm sure. But it's Oliver Clark who wins one, two, three heats. Fantastic drive for the Fortec Racer. Harrison Wedgbury second, Louis Westover third. Owen Byatt is just going to beat Shane Martin to the line. And here comes Tom Geeney alongside Johnny Edgar on the last lap as he tries to get eighth place off him. But that's not going to happen. Hawkey sixth, Edgar seventh, and Tom Geeney in eighth place. Great drive from Oliver Clark though. Three victories. Harrison Wedgbury in second place from Louis Westover. Fourth place for Owen Byatt. 5th for Shea Martin, 6th for Ethan Hawkey, 7th Edgar and 8th Geeney. Great work there from Oliver Clark. Three wins out of three and a brilliant display of driving all day long. He really hasn't been subpar at any point in the weekend. So fantastic work there from Oliver Clark. As we now focus on the Super FKS for the 15 to 18 year olds. These are the drivers who are hoping that next year they'll be on the Ford MSA Formula grid as Ross Martin is now following his dominance of last year's Super FKS Championship. Already, though, in 2016, we know that Super FKS is going to be even closer than it was last year. Ross Martin pretty much won everything last year. Not this time, though, because the Super FKS Championship has already proved to be much more competitive. Max Still and Jack McCarthy both fighting very closely at the front of the field Uh, Max Stilp, we heard from Jack McCarthy a little bit earlier on, was on the options while McCarthy was on the primes. So considering he was able to stay with Max for a good quantity of the race, uh, that's not bad going actually from Jack McCarthy and uh, he has plenty more speed to show because he's saved his options for about now-ish. So we should see some pretty exciting stuff. So it's time to look at the grid then for the Super FKS. It's gonna be Stilp and uh, McCarthy from the front of the grid. The 32, Sean Davidson is going to be at the front, too. It's going to be a great scrap behind between Bradley Liebenberg, Max Stilp, and Josh Smith to come through. Sean Rudge, Jack Gordon, Daniel Dumini, and Saul Robinson. We saw some very fighting drives from Saul Robinson in the 72 a little bit earlier on. From the back of the grid to third position in race one. He had a mechanical problem that kept him from fighting for the top six in race two but it's gonna be a great one. Oh, Dean McDonald is actually gonna be starting this one from the front. Max Stilp is gonna be in about uh, fifth position on this grid. So Dean McDonald and Jack McCarthy from the front of the grid. I wouldn't be surprised if Dean McDonald had started on the options as well, on the primes as well. So we should see some pretty exciting stuff coming into uh, this third of the heats. McCarthy and McDonald side by side. Davidson and Liebenberg side by side. Then it's Stilp and Smith. Gordon and Rudge and then 42, Dumini and Saul Robinson. Here we go. The engine revs rise. And they're racing about More Park. Good start from Jack McCarthy and Dean McDonald at the front of the field. But is it going to be the Scotsman who holds his line in the inside line? No, it's Jack McCarthy who takes the lead off Dean McDonald. And up the inside goes the 12 of Liebenberg to go into third position. The South African, briefly through hairpin one. Is he going to hold it through hairpin two? He'll certainly be hoping so, but it's McCarthy. McDonald and it's up to third position for Davidson. Past Liebenberg. Stilp is now fifth ahead of Josh Smith. Seventh is Gordon. He took a lot of curve there. It's getting a little bit feisty for third position. And that's held them up. So the two Tech boys, McCarthy and McDonald, have broken clear. Here they go. Third position is now Liebenberg. Davidson runs wide. Stilp's through the fourth place. Smith is tucked up in sixth position from Gordon, Raj. Then it is Robinson and Dumini. Brilliant scrap for third position. As the two Vortex get away, everybody else is still squabbling. Up to third position goes Stilp. It's now Fortech One, two and three as uh, Stilp gets past Liebenberg. Brilliant battle so far between those two at the uh, third position battle. But Liebenberg, the South African, will want to come back from that. And he is already trying to get back on terms with Max Stilp. He had to back out of the throttle for fear of going into the back of him there and that means he's not gonna be able to get close to him. Big mistake there from Liebenberg. Josh Smith runs a little bit wide and Sean Rudge could get him on the inside of Garda. Has he got through? Not yet, but he is thinking about it. Up towards the clubhouse. They fly past information. Sean Rudge has managed to drop into sixth position now. Sean Davidson seventh, Jack Gordon eighth, Daniel Dumini is ninth. Where is Saul Robinson? There he is in 10th position. He's a long, long way back. So something happened to Saul Robertson on the last lap. We didn't see it, but he's dropped way back to 10th position now. So McCarthy, McDonald. Then it is still. It's one, two, three for the Vortex. Liebenberg is fourth. Fifth is Davidson. Sixth is Rudge. Here goes a move for seventh place. Josh Smith up the inside of Gordon. And he makes it stick. Lovely jubbly. Daniel Dumini, ninth place now. Tucks in to try and close up. Great battling. Oh, sideways, and Josh Smith goes over the rear wheel of Jack Gordon. On the way up, Herbert Rice. They just about untangle each other, but that was really quite close. They were very lucky there indeed. That could have been a very nasty accident, but they just about get away from that. So McCarthy, McDonald, and third place, now Max Stilt. And he's got away from the fourth place squabble. Sean Rudge is now fourth ahead of Liebenberg and the 32 of Davidson. Here goes Davidson up the inside. And he's got him. He's got Liebenberg. Nice move there from Sean Davidson up to P5. Trying to chase down Sean Rudge in the 40. So things going very well as far as they're concerned. Still some good driving through the clubhouse bend. Tight into the curb. Saw Robertson in the 72 is still motoring on just in case he gets a chance to move further up. But Jack McCarthy leads the way. Dean McDonald, a new fastest lap, 39.6. And he's trying to close up on his teammate. The rest of them are six seconds back from these two out in front. And that is how long it took those guys to sort out third position. Max Stilp is there in third place. Fourth is Rudge. Fifth is Davidson. And sixth is Liebenberg. But not for long. Here's an opportunity up the inside for Jack Gordon. Jack Gordon's going to try and get there to the inside. Has he got the move done? Oh, sorry, that's Josh Smith. No, it was uh, Jack Gordon, and I think he did get by. Yes, Jack Gordon has got past Liebenberg. Josh Smith is there in eighth position. Ninth is Dumini. Tenth is Saul Robinson. He's a long way back, but he's gaining ground pretty rapidly on Dumini, actually. So he is getting there. It's just going to take him a while to move up through the field now. And he might run out of time before he gets there. But now all of a sudden it's the turn for Dean McDonald. The pendulum is swinging back in his favour. He's taking chunks out of Jack McCarthy's lead now. He was seven tenths of a second behind him on the last lap. I can guarantee you it's less than that. It's four tenths of a second. McDonald's just done a 39-4-2. He is absolutely flying. Flying. McDonald is right on the back of McCarthy once again. So now there's going to be a great squabble between these two. We think the Scott might be on the, a chance here to go for Jack McCarthy. Here they come. Downside sweep. Through the right. Up on the curbs at Pullmans, Through the left. And Dean McDonald is absolutely flying. Has Jack McCarthy got a problem or is he saving tyres? Dean McDonald is reeling him in. Jack McCarthy still out in front. Dean McDonald second. The gap was 0.4. It's now 0.3. Dean McDonald consistently now in the 39 fours. Jack McCarthy still in the 39 sixes. So the gap is still coming down fairly rapidly. Third is still still from Raj, Davidson, Gordon, Liebenberg, Josh, Smith, Daniel Dumini and Saul Robinson. Daniel, uh, Daniel. Dumini going very well in uh, ninth position, trying to close down. Is that Sean Rudge in third? It is Sean Rudge in third. He's got past Max Stilp. So Stilp has pushed it to the limit. But Sean Rudge is doing better on this particular occasion. Rudge is through in a P3 and he's already dropping Max Stilp. So again, these tyre compounds really coming into play. But I think Dean McDonald might have gone for a different compound to Jack McCarthy. McCarthy still struggling to maintain that balance. And it's all or nothing now for Dean McDonald. He's right on the tail of his teammate. Four minutes to go. And he needs to be right on the tail of his teammate. He wants to go for a victory here. Are we going to get a third different winner? It was Jack McCarthy earlier on. It was Max Stilp. And now it looks as though it's going to be a battle between McCarthy and McDonald for the victory. Four minutes exactly to go as they cross the line. onto lap 10. Past half distance, they're still going well. And I can still see some great battles developing from this race. So McCarthy, still running well, still running strong. Out in front, McDonald in second by 0.33. And he is gaining ground on the way through Sime Sweep, up on the curbs, down on the circuit once again. And through Paddock, up Damon Hill, up to Garda. He's not close enough to go for the move yet. Davidson trying to get away from Jack Gordon as they battle for fifth position. Jack Gordon's really working hard now. Up Damon Hill into Garda. He is closing in on Sean Davidson all the time. Taking little bite-sized chunks out of that advantage. And the young man from Aberdeen is still pushing very hard indeed. Both scrappy laps there from Davidson and Gordon. Both of them in the 40s. Despite the fact their best laps are 39 sevens. Nearly everybody is on the 39 uh, 39 second board. McDonald is now right on the back of McCarthy. Three minutes to go. And surely you would suggest that McDonald is going to start thinking about an overtaking move. McCarthy, though, still holding the lead. McCarthy and Max Stilp have shared the victories over the course of the day so far. But is this going to be a third different winner from three Super FKS races for Max uh, for Dean MacDonald. Jack McCarthy just held on to things in race one. Max still got the win in race two. Now it's Dean MacDonald's turn to threaten Jack McCarthy's superiority in the Fortec team. And the young Scott is really charging hard. Up the hill into Garda once again. And things are still going very well. He's just working his craft. He's biding his time. He doesn't have to push too hard yet. The gap comes to three tenths of a second still. McCarthy and McDonald, only a couple of hundreds between them in the lap times. McDonald right on Jack McCarthy's tail. There's still time to make the difference and Jack McCarthy knows it. So he's got to keep the pressure high on Dean McDonald here. They dip down through the same sweep, hug the curbs on the left at Pullman's, through Paddock, up Damon Hill and into Garda and still Jack McCarthy holds the advantage. Sean Rudge has got well clear of uh, Max Stilp in fourth position. So that's good news as far as Rudge is concerned. He's fought his way back. Davidson is fifth, Gordon is sixth, Liebenberg is seventh ahead of Josh Smith and now Saul Robinson has got past Daniel Dumini. So he's going very quickly indeed now with Saul Robinson, but he's not going to have a lot of time to close up on Josh Smith. I'm not sure he's going to get that done. Just about a minute to go, and McDonald will now start to think about a move on his teammate. He can't just slingshot it up the inside and hope. He's got to put it all together to make it happen. Up to Garda. He was close. He's not close enough, but out of the center chicane and through once again. I think they're actually going to have enough time here to get three laps on the board. So across they go. McCarthy and McDonald still scrapping for the victory. This will be tough. This will be tense. This will be tight. But McCarthy is prepared to go to the ragged edge to keep Dean McDonald at bay. They may be in the same team, but there are no team orders in karting. So still they will push each other, still they will fight, still they will scrap. And is Dean McDonald going to be able to put one over on Jack McCarthy before we get to the finals? Well, we'll find out. They're going to cross the line with two laps to go here. Three seconds left on the timer as they go through. So there will be one more lap at the end of this one. And Dean McDonald is closer to Jack McCarthy than he's been for a while. Is he going to come from a long way back and slingshot up the inside? Or is he going to settle for a second position behind Jack McCarthy? It wouldn't be a bad position to be in second place. But Dean McDonald is a racing driver. And he will go for the victory if he can find a chance. So he needs to get garda right. He needs to set it up perfectly. But Jack McCarthy is just controlling the pace out from. One lap to go then. Final lap for Jack McCarthy. And Dean McDonald. The gap is four tenths of a second. And I think that's going to be enough. I think Jack McCarthy's going to get this race one. It's a hairpin one. Dean McDonald is close, but not close enough. It's a hairpin two. He's not got it done. I think Jack McCarthy's got this one. It's going to need a ridiculously brave overtaking manoeuvre from Dean McDonald to get this race one now. Jack McCarthy is going to get this race up Damon Hill and into Garda for the last time. And it's going to be two wins out of three then for Jack McCarthy. He worked so hard earlier on to get the race one win. Max Stilt got him in race two, but not in race three. Jack McCarthy wins it. Dean McDonald is second. Sean Rudge is going to come through for a valiant third position. He fought his way hard on Max Stilt. Rudge gets through in a third position. Fourth place for Max Stilt. Fifth place will be Sean Davidson in front of Jack Gordon. Uh, Bradley Liebenberg will beat Josh Smith to the line. With ninth place for Saul Robinson and tenth position for the South African Daniel Dumini. So, not a bad way for the racing to continue then. And uh, that means it's two wins out of three for Jack McCarthy after Max Stilt got one in in the second. So, it's been uh, an interesting set of heats. But now, ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime because we have got the finals next. On track in each of the races. These are the races that the drivers are going to want to win more than any other. 15 minutes for the uh, two cadet races in cadet and super cadet. And then 20 minutes in the junior and super FKS classes. It will be an absolutely fantastic battle. So with four races left of the day, these are the ones that matter to the drivers. And these are the ones that uh, will uh, give them the best possible chance of leaving here with a championship lead in their pocket. The Heats, of course, do count a lot towards the championship as well. So they've got to get it right. But this is definitely exactly where they want to be. So now it is time to see who is going to emerge as our first final winner of the 2016 season at Buckmore Park, the Cadets are there or thereabouts, and they are ready to get us underway once again. But I genuinely couldn't tell you which of these guys is going to get the victory here. Max Dodd's got two wins and then didn't start the third race. We genuinely have no idea why, although I did spot him in the pits during the, uh, uh, sorry, in the grandstand during the Super Cadet race, and he looked pretty fed up while he was sitting in the grandstand. So clearly some kind of technical problem with the cart that meant he couldn't even get out on track uh, big disappointment there. And then we had the clean sweep. Harry Thompson, three races and three wins. And boy, did he earn the third one. It was a really tough race, but he managed to pop in with the victory. Oliver Clark, again, he's just been absolutely flawless in FKS Junior so far this weekend. I wouldn't bet against him winning the final, but he's going to have a very tough job to get there. So uh, we've just seen Jack McCarthy pick up two wins out of three in the Super FKS. But again... It's all going to come down to tire choice, and I think Jack McCarthy has actually been very sensible. He went for the primes in the first two races, and somehow he still got the win in race one. Very impressive uh, stuff. Uh, It was a second and a first for Max Stilp on the options. We saw him in that last race on the prime uh, in fourth position, so still a good run for Max Stilp. But Jack McCarthy will almost certainly be starting the final on options, and I think that will put him in the best possible position to go for the race victory in the final so that's going to be a, new, a really interesting set of four races now what that means basically is that max dodds despite having two race victories he didn't get a finish in the third race so he's going to have to uh work very hard in that uh, final race because he will have to work, fight his way through i don't think he'll have the pole position based on the fact that he failed to finish the third race he'll be third or fourth on the grid but uh not finishing that uh, third race, not even starting that third race is going to make all the difference. And I think the man who will start from the front is probably going to be Freddie Spindlow, I would have thought, because he's got three second places from those three races. How Well, a th- two seconds and a third, I should say, from the third race. And we have to say, how on earth didn't he get that third race victory done? But maybe, just maybe... This is the chance for Freddie Spindlow to pick up the final. The heats are exciting, of course, and they do count in terms of points, but it's going to be the finals that will dictate who gets what in terms of the weekend honours. So the drivers are preparing in the pit lane at the moment. Last chance to get your messages in. We had Sharon Ryby send us a message a little bit earlier on saying, I'm so sorry I couldn't be there to support my son Harvey, but I'm so, so proud. out of him, he's doing a great job. We couldn't agree more. He is doing a great job in the M B M cart, and uh, he's been having some great fights all day long with uh, Young Finley Scott, and uh, they've been having some great battles. And he's been making good progress. So, uh, yep, that's uh, all pretty much as it were. Uh, we've had a couple of uh, messages on our speaker chat, but we could do with some more. Uh, we've also got our Twitter feed up and running. Tell us who you're cheering for and rooting for in the finals. They are the last four races of the day and they are about to happen here on the circuit. So uh, do please keep your tweets in to us at Downforce Radio if you're on Twitter. Uh, facebook.com forward slash Downforce Radio if you're listening via Facebook. And uh, if you're listening via our website, you can add your comment to the little spreaker chat on our website, which is downforce-radio.co.uk. It's going to be a really exciting day's action. In the closing stages of the first meeting of the year for the Formula Kart Stars 2016 Championship, the finals are set to get underway in exactly uh, a couple of minutes or so. I I want to be a bit more precise than that, but I can't quite be more precise than that because we've had the uh, 10 minutes breather. It'll probably be about three minutes time when we send the karts out for their final race of the day. I suppose I'd like to be able to say we could have a quick breather and have some music at this point. We probably can't, though, because the second I play something, you know what's going to happen. The racing going to start and we're going to miss it. So I don't want that to happen. So we're going to make sure we don't do that. Uh, but we have got four races to go in four incredibly competitive championships. And despite the fact that the season has started, you know, we've still got space on the grid for the rest of the season. There is a very strong calendar for Formula Kart stars for the remainder of the season and seven weekends left. So there is still a chance for any young carters listening or any dads with a young carter listening, there is still a championship up for grabs and it will still be a very competitive championship season with some great weekends to look forward to in the next few weeks. The championship can moves now to Glanigor's Park, after this meeting for the uh, 30th of April and the 1st of May. That's the week I turn 30, so I'll make sure I bring some birthday cake to uh, Glanagor Park. Uh, then we move on to Silverstone in Northamptonshire in the, on the second weekend of June, and that's going to be a great meeting as well. Elf Park in Suffolk for rounds seven and eight of the championship for uh, the first weekend of July. And Elf Park, a fantastic raceway, and that's going to really benefit from the... Uh, Super uh, Formula Kart Stars Championships. Then we have uh, two double headers at Donington Park on the fourth and fifth weekends of July, and uh, that's going to be a mega week of uh, motorsport from Donington Park, and we'll be there for both of those meetings. Uh, then, Bicester Heritage will be the venue for the seventh weekend of the season on the first weekend of September. And then the finale on the fourth weekend of October, the 22nd and 23rd of the month. And that is down at the Olympic Park Circuit in London. That's going to be absolutely incredible. And what a way to round off the season. There's still plenty of time to get your entries in, folks. But now, it's finals time. We've waited long enough. We've had three cracking races for the heat. And now this is the moment we've been waiting for. The first final of the 2016 season is about to get underway. 15 minutes of the Buckmore Park circuit and it will be a battle royale. Max Dodds won the first two races of this season with Alfie Baxter-Davies getting the third but with three visits to the podium, it's going to be Freddie Spindlow that starts from pole position for his first final in Formula Kart stars. Alfie Baxter-Davies will be alongside him with Craig Morgan and Akil Aleibai. Uh, then it's Aidan Neat and Harley Keeble, Max Dodds and Leon Henderson, Billy Scott and Harvey Rybie. So Max Dodds failing to finish in the third heat means he will start from the seventh position on the grid. He's gonna really have to fight to win this final. He will never have been more determined to get a race win than ever before, so here we go. The carts make their way through the bottom of the hill, through Herbert Rise. Freddie Spindlow controls the pace. He watches Alfie Baxter Davies. He's going to wait for his moment to go on the throttle. Now he's dropped the, foul, dropped the hammer, and it's 15 minutes of the Buckmore Park circuit. We're racing. Great start by Alfie
2: Baxter Davies. He holds the inside line, and there's a little bit of contact is there through the first couple of corners. But out in front, it is Alfie Baxter Davies who leads the way. Until up the inside goes
1: Aiden Neat. Aiden Neat takes the lead. Great move there into hairpin one from Aiden Neat, and he now leads the way. Freddy Spindlow is trying to make his way into the battle, too. But it is Alfie Baxter Davies who is there in fourth position.
2: Here comes Spindlow. Spindlow takes the lead, and Dodds goes through in a second. Max Dodds has fought his way to P2 on the back of Freddie Spindlow, and now he's going for the lead. Is he going to pull off the Etten Center lap? I don't believe it. Has he got the lead? Yes. Max Dodds is leading. From 7th on the grid to the front of the field in less than a lap. Max Dodds pulls the Ayrton Centre lap from Donington. On the Buckmore Park Circuit in the first final of the 2016 season. I genuinely am gobsmacked. Max Dodds leads. Freddy Spindlow is second now. Aiden Neat is third from Harley Keeble. Who's fought his way up past Alfie Baxter Davies.
1: Oh, what an amazing start to this race. Harley Keeble, fourth position, trying to chase down Aiden Neat. Neat is on the back of the 60 of Freddie Spindlow, who is still chasing after Max Dodds. I genuinely can't believe I watched that lap. That is one of the best laps I've ever seen in karting. I had to center eat your heart out as Max Dodds leads the way from seventh on the grid to first at the end of the first lap. Spindlow second. Neat third. Keeble is the fastest man on track in fourth. From Baxter Davies. Alibi. uh, Sorry, Alibi, I should say. Akil Alibi. uh, I'm desperately trying to get that pronunciation right, and I'm mincing my words terribly because I'm that worn out. Akil Alibi is what I was trying to say. Seventh is Leon Henderson. Eighth is Finley Scott. Ninth is Harvey Ryby. And tenth is Craig Morgan. So Morgan has obviously had a bit of an issue somewhere, and he's now down at the back. Not sure what happened to get him so low down the order, but uh, no doubt he'll be fighting forward. Akil Alibai is now on the back of Alfie Baxter Davies trying to fight his corner. And up to third position nearly goes Harley Keeble. Aidan Neat was a bit of a struggle to get past on that occasion. He's trying his best to make this happen, and it hasn't quite happened yet. But you can tell there's definitely going to be a chance or two still from this race.
2: Oh, I've
1: got, I've got goosebumps at this point. Freddie Spindlow now goes fastest to get back on terms with Max Dodds. What if he could beat Max Dodds after that first lap from Dodds? Here comes Spindlow. He's been second twice. He's been third in the last heat. And now he wants to get a win in the bag. But he's going to have a real job of it. The Fusion boys are very difficult to beat. And Freddie Spindlow of the Mark Baines Motorsport squad is punching well above the weight we expected he would. But now we know he is world class. He's going to try his best to overhaul Max Dodds, the favourite for the championship, the favourite for the final. Now that he's gone from seventh to first, But Max Dodds has done the hard work of working his way through the field. It's going to be even harder to keep the likes of Spindlow, Neat and Keeble behind him. That's going to be really tough, really, really difficult to get that job done. So Dodds leads, Spindlow second, Neat and Keeble third and fourth. Alfie Baxter-Davies in fifth position, Akil Alibi in sixth. Then it's Henderson, Scott, uh, sorry, and Craig Morgan. An absolutely fantastic display from Max Dodds on the first lap puts him out in front. Freddie Spindlow, though, is going to try for second position. going to try to keep hold of that second place. So now Harley Keeble is throwing a third position. He's got past Aiden Neat, despite the fact that Neat just set the fastest lap, a forty-seven-two-six. Now it's uh, Keeble who's in second, po- uh, third position. Sorry, Dodds leading, Spindlow second, right in his tail. This will be really tough. It's, going to, it's the longest race of the three for a start. They've only done 10-minute races up to this point. Now they've got to do five minutes more than that. It's 50% longer than the previous races, and it's going to be so tough, so difficult, so close. Up and over the kerbs goes Alfie Baxter-Davies, trying to reel back Harley Keeble. Oh, sorry, Aidan Neat going over the kerbs, trying to reel back Harley Keeble but uh, Alfie Baxter-Davies, the winner of the third heat, is down in fifth position and dropping back from the pace of these guys with Akila Lebai the South African driver, trying to move his way forward up through the field as well. Now is Keeble going to try and make the move on Freddie Spindlow? He's catching him up big style, but he hasn't quite managed to get that done. Craig Morgan, meanwhile, has got past both Harvey Ryby and Finlay Scott, so he's up into eighth position now. This is so tough, so close. Max Dodds, Freddie Spindlow and Harley Keeble, three different drivers from three different operations and all of them with a good chance of getting this victory. Keeble is saving his very best to last, it would seem, and Harley Keeble trying to go for the victory. They've worked so hard and now it's all or nothing in this 15-minute race. We've had a third of it gone, though, so now there's nine and a half minutes to go. And it looks as though Akhil Alibai is going to try and make the move on Alfie Baxter-Davies this time by. It is a three-cart scrap for victory, though. Max Dodds has got Freddie Spinlow.
2: Freddie Spinlow takes the lead. Max Dodds is back to the inside. Here comes Harley Keeble. Oh, it's getting very close, but they in the top three. And in comes Aiden Neat for more. Max Dodds holding on to the lead then from Freddie Spindlow who got a great lead into Conway's. But is he going to be able to hold on to the advantage? Yes, Spindlow shuts the door just before Harley Keeble gets there. Spindlow knows
1: this is his only chance this weekend to beat Max Dodds in a straight fight. He might leave here with more points than him in the championship, but he wants to win so badly. The NBM boys have worked so hard. They pushed so hard to get him up the grid. And now he's right there in P2 with a chance to get the victory. He's got to keep his mentality. He's got to keep his wits about him. He's working so hard here. Dodds, Spinlow, Keeble, Neat, four carts in the battle. And it really is going to be so close. Is Keeble going to be able to pull off the impossible here from the middle of this little battle And get one over on Dodds and Spindlow. Well, it's so close here. Keeble is really pushing hard now in third position with the fastest lap of the race. Dodds, Spindlow, Keeble and Neat in the battle for victory. And it looks to me as though Aidan Neat is actually getting very close indeed to this top three battle. It's a four-way scrap for victory now. This is the race we were hoping for all day long. We've been waiting for it. And here it is. Dodds, Spindlow, Keeble and Neat. Keeble is right on the back of Spindlow now, trying to make his move. Harley Keeble might just have an opportunity here to move into second position on Freddie Spindlow. Spindlow is not going to give him the room, he's not going to make it easy for him. But Keeble is still pushing hard. But Harley is a well versed racing driver. He knows that he can't just go for broke with seven and a half minutes to go. We are in it now at the halfway point in the race. That's half distance. Dodds, Spindlow, Keeble and Neat battling away. Now, what can Keeble do on Freddie Spindlow? Spindlow is chasing down Dodds. He's going a lot quicker through the fast sweep, uh, through the Sime sweeps, and through Pullmans. Is he gonna have a chance of the lead here? No, he doesn't take it through Garda. He's right on the back of your man in the lead, Max Dodds. Dodds, Spindlow, Keeble, and Neat. Still very close indeed. Keep an eye on Aidan Neat as well in fourth position. His dad, Andy, has been so passionate about his karting. This is his first major campaign in British karting. He's done a lot of club stuff in the past. So now he's at national level. And Aidan Neat has been a real surprise in this first weekend as to how quickly he's got on terms with the established guard. He is a real fighting force in this championship now. And all four of these guys have definitely got a good opportunity to win and probably a good case to suggest they deserve to. Dodds leading. Dodds leading. Spinlow second, oh, a bit of a wobble there from Dodds, and that's tightened everything up. Spinlow couldn't quite take advantage because he had to back out of the throttle as well to avoid the contact, and that's got Keeble on his tail, and that's tightened Neat right up as well. One, two, three, four, as they flash past. They've got to do six and a quarter minutes more of this, and not only that, but they've then got to sort themselves out. Is this going to be a move for the lead? Here comes Spinlow. he's got the lead, but no, Dodds has got him back again. Brilliant battle between Spindlow and Dodds. And now Keeble's going to have a go at Freddie Spindlow for second position. Is this going to be the move we were waiting for as well? Here they come. Spinlow shut the door. And Keeble's lost third. Aiden Neat has got through into third position. So Aiden Neat has now come to join his teammate Max Dodds. Spinlow is the meat in a fusion sandwich. Surely now, Spinlow needs to be considering the possibility. I can't just sit in second anymore. I've got Neat and Keeble. And they're both very feisty right on my tail. And need to go for the lead here. Here he goes again. He's going to try and make this one count. It's not going to be easy, but he might get an opportunity. He might get a run here. Has he got the lead this time on, Tom, on uh, Dodds? No, he hasn't. And here comes Neat.
2: Neat goes up the inside. So too does Keeble. I think Spindlow may be about to go down to fourth position here. Has he defended well? Has he defended to Keeble?
1: As we step outside to get a better look, Spindlow has shut the door on Keeble, but Neat is through in a second place. It's going beautifully well for Max Dodds. He's got his teammate Aiden Neat with him for company. Spinlow is now third. And fourth position, that is the six of Harley Keeble. <laughs> Meanwhile, Alfie Baxter-Davies and Ale- Akila Alibai are there. Oh, that looks like a retirement for Craig Morgan. Craig Morgan is out of the race. He's going to bring it back into the pits. But Craig Morgan is out. So he becomes the first retirement in a final in 2016. Here we go again. Up the inside now. That is... Oh, that's a big problem for Freddy Spindlow. He made the move initially on Neat, but Neat's gone back through. And into third position now goes Harley Keeble. So Spindlow's down to fourth. Meanwhile, that's the break Max Dodds needed. He's now pulling clear. Great run there for Max Dodds. He he's got a great opportunity to make this race his own. Aidan Neat is still strong in second place. Harley Keeble is third. Fourth position is Freddy Spindlow with the fifth-place battle still shaping up between Alfie Baxter-Davies and Akil Levi, And is going to go for it into Garda, and Alibi's going for it into Garda, and he's through into fifth position. Great scrap in this race here at Butmore Park, the first round of the Formula Car Stars Championship. And the Cadet final is reeling in now. Four carts in the mix for victory. Max Dodds, who came up from seventh on the grid to lead in one lap. Ayrton Senna, eat your heart out. Aiden Neat in second. Harley Keeble in third. And fourth position for Freddie Spindlow. And Harley Keeble is really stepping up the attack now onto the back of Aiden Neat. Out of out of panic and up Damon Hill into Garda. Has he got an opportunity to go through into second position? He's having another look. He's having a crack at Aiden Neat. He's going to try everything he possibly can to get through. Harley Keeble is taking on the Fusion Boys.
2: And is it on the inside? Is that Keeble through? Yes! Keeble is through to P2! And here comes Spinlow to the inside, three wide! Spinlow gets second position out of that battle! Absolutely amazing! Neat's going to try again for Spinlow. Now he gets through to the inside! Spinlow is side by side with Aiden Neat! Up to the inside of the left-hander, and it's Neat! Keeble's third position again! Spinlow's down to fourth. How many times did they change positions in the space of four corners? Absolutely amazing! Now Neat's got Keeble right on his tail. Keeble's going forward into Garda. Keeble's going into the second position as he got through to the inside line. Yes! Yes, he's there. Keeble's through to P2. Brilliant stuff from Ali Keeble. Aiden Neat third. Spinlow now fourth. What an amazing lap of racing. It's such a shame this one isn't being filmed for TV. I wish you could have seen it if you weren't here watching it. Absolutely
1: superb fight between all three of them. But what it does mean, of course, is that that has given Max Dodds a bit of breathing space up front. He now has an advantage of 1.7. And I don't see him losing that now. But here comes Neat up the
2: inside of Keeble. Into some sweep and he's got him. A little bit of a nudge that started at club and now into Paddock. Neat is in second place. Keeble is third. Here comes Spinlow. Spinlow is going for third position. Spinlow's going to try and take third place off Holly. Keeble. And he's got him. Spinlow into third place. Still battling on. This is amazing for these four drivers. Keeble hasn't given up though. Harley Keeble still attacking and having a great scrap in fourth position. Can he make his way through into third place now? He's on the tail of
1: Freddie Spindlow. He's got a good chance. He's going to hang back for a couple of corners to set himself back up for another move. I think these three have resigned themselves for the fact that today when Max Dodds is on a cadet cart, he cannot be beaten. But Aiden Neat is still going well. Aiden Neat running very strongly in second place now with Keeble. Trying to get one over on Freddie Spindlow. And Akula Levi is still battling away with Alfie
2: Baxter-Davies. Is there going to be another change for position here? Yes! Spindlow second. And this contact. Aiden Neat tries to get a one over on him again. But Ali Keeble tightens up. And Aiden Neat almost got spat out into the barriers. But Spindlow is back in a second position. Oh my word, this battle just keeps getting better. It's the race that keeps on giving. Need up the inside of Spinlow, And Keeble's going to get the both. Harley Keeble threw in a second position. This is one of the best Canet fights I've ever seen. It never stops getting better. Keeble is now second. Neat is there in third position. Fourth faces is Freddy Spinlow. Max Dodds has gone in the distance. For